It's a good show. Hit it. Hey there, this is Don Heffington, and you are listening to Radio 8 Ball with Andras Jones. Yes. To Radio 8 Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions, like picking musical tarot cards. I'm your host, Andras Jones, here at Starburns Industries in Burbank, California, with our musical guest, Myra Flynn. What up, what up? What is up? What is up? What is, is that up? <laughs> that we are making, uh, we're making, we're digging into synchronicity, getting to know your friends, yeah. enjoying your music. And now we're joined by another one of your musical, Geniuses. artistic compatriots, mm-hmm. a fellow named Jay Green. Hello. Well, hi. How welcome are you? to Jay. Welcome to Radio 8 Ball, Jay. Thank you for having me. I'm excited that you're here. I'm excited to meet all of Myra's f- friends. I roll deep. Oh, I don't yeah. know. I don't know how or why. <laughs> <laughs> Get some really cool people to fuck with me. <laughs> it's just so great, Myra. That's why we roll with Aww, you. Thank you. And when Myra was telling us about her friends, she was saying that you are a, you're a pretty spiritual guy. Yeah. Um... I would like to think I am. I um, I listened to the last segment, and I am a believer. Yeah? I, I believe in a higher power. Um, you know, I believe in God. I believe that, you know, I believe that whatever you believe in, you should believe in something. Yeah. That's what I, if you, if, if you're, if you don't want to believe in anything, at least believe in yourself. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's my belief. Like, you can praise whoever you want to believe. You can motivate yourself to do whatever you want to do through a higher power, whatever that may be, be it the universe, mm-hmm. be it energy, you mm-hmm. know, whatever your thing is. It could be Buddha, <laughs> mm-hmm. whatever. But, yeah, I believe. I believe that things happen for a reason and that, you know, you truly manifest things yeah. in your circle. So what's your experience with synchronicity? Synchronicity. So music. Mm-hmm. Is, is is one of my experiences in synchronicity. I started uh, doing music at a very young age. I, I came up in church playing and, and singing and, and just being around a lot of great musicians. And just being around them every day got me sharper and yeah. sharper and sharper. And so, you know, 
Um, then I started playing the drums, and you know, you have to have, you have to be synchronized to play the drums. You have to be in tune with what's going on, or you'd be off beat. Right. <laughs> so it was always, you know, being focused. I, I got pushed to be focused from a very young age. Right. Yeah. So do you feel like, so when you focus on something, you feel like that's when you experience more synchronicity as you hone in on the minute, on the specific beats, say, let's say, that yeah. that's where you start to find where things start to synchronize globally or in your environment with what's happening internally or in what like you're when doing. music's good, life's good, love's yeah, good, I, I, friendship's good. I, like I think it's when, when you're at a good place, um, it's more, you put, it's more emotion involved mm -hmm. in the music. I mean, you could even be in a bad place too and that can bring out a lot of emotion. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know if how to answer that question. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's, it's like, you know, I think when you experience real life situations that are kind of life altering. Yeah. You know, you, it, it brings out the best in your emotions, which is translated into your music. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, you know, I didn't ask you, Mara, what's mm -hmm. your experience of synchronicity? synchronicity? Um, well, I do Bikram yoga every single day. Every day, yeah. So you do have daily practice. Yeah, no, I do. Yeah, I just said I. It's, I just said it's like you got to drag me into routine. Yeah, that's all I meant. It's just like I know it's good for me, but if it were up to me and my most enjoyable self, I'd be either completely lazy or completely on fire and like running marathons. I don't tend to find a middle. I have to work really hard at the middle. Right. And um, I do Bikram. When I find out, uh, or when I do Bikram, I find out that it tends to ward off a lot of uh, depression and anxiety for me. And then when that is warded off, it tends to turn into greater and better music or songs, or even my my relationship, you know, with my husband tends to become much better. And then somehow, uh, if he and I are doing really well, all of a sudden our friends start calling and they want to hang out over the weekend. And it just tends to just be this domino effect of, of positivity. Whereas like if I take away one of those things, usually it starts with yoga <laughs> or usually, you know, yoga could just be another name for self-care just a little right. bit every day. Um, if I take that away, I tend to notice that, you know, I'm like everything else just feels a little more strangled. Does right. that make sense? Yeah. So, um, I don't have any like magical stories of like once I did this, this happened, you know, but I just have a daily practice with synchronicity of expecting that if I do the right things, the right things will yeah. continue to turn up for me. Right. So it's like it's like flow. Yeah, it's like flow. And yeah. it's just like duty in some ways, too. I mean, you could consider it like soldier like anyway. Mm -hmm. Taking care of yourself should be a duty, you mm -hmm. know, your mind, your heart, you know, again, with the symmetry, whatever makes you whole. Right. And I, and, and I think it starts, you know, first in your mind, your body, and then your spirit. You know, you have to be leveled and aligned with whatever your thing is to to be able to even move. You know what I mean? Right. And and so I think, you know, having synergy and focus and, and goals push you to go further in your life. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and have you played music together? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A <laughs> lot of music. We've written a lot of songs together. Mm -hmm. Sorry, We've, um, move this a Thank you. At times, I like to think that yeah, that's good. Myra, I'm your muse. <laughs> at times, at times, I like to think that I'm your muse, and and maybe sometimes your mind. But yeah. but whenever we get together, it's always a very enlightening, creative experience for me. 
It's hard. <laughs> I feel like we have to fight between the friendship and the the work because we just want to hang out and like talk about life and like unfold and unpack all day. And his wife is also one of my closest friends. So like the two of them, I just like, oh God, we just like spend the night there for like three nights. You can just be like, all right, we're, I'm gonna come sleep here for three days and <laughs> make music and hang out yeah. um but then when we do make music jay is you know from the r&b group ideal right which uh was really really huge and was it the 90s or into the 2000s yeah, in the late 90s kind of toward 99 yeah 2000 through 2000 when the music industry had money in right. other words right and so um and so he has this whole r&b vibe that i you know i've never even admitted this to you before but i've spent a lot of my life fighting in some ways mm-hmm. um my father's irish my mother is black and my black mother grew up with luther vandross and Anita Baker and, you know, these really, really velvet black voices. And then I had Celtic music and I always sounded so different. I never sounded like I was supposed to belong in either pocket. And now we are all woke and I, you know, that's in quotations for people Mm -hmm. who can't see me. And so I don't have to choose. But when I was being raised, I was being forced to choose and I got signed at a very early age and they wanted to make me the next Beyonce or you know whatever light-skinned black women become and so I really got pissed off at that label of like you know the label itself and and the label that I was being put under and when the complete opposite direction started writing all these really angst-riddled singer-songwriter songs to say like fuck you in my greater way you know um but now that I'm older it's like oh god how could I ignore this like part of me also that is just so uh ingrained and deeply steeped in in the velvet that is the black voice and I belong there and I have every right to be there being half white and you know Jay is somebody who really ushers me in and allows me to be myself and takes good safe care of my blackness does that make sense but also to your Irish side too because that's a part of who you are you know it's like you have to embrace who you are and be free to to go there in your artistry yeah that's a very important thing yeah you know to me music has no colors any boundaries I mean it's it's only like if you close your eyes you don't know what color you are Mm mm-hmm that's true you know so be yourself through it all well, I'm just saying it's a safe place to explore that anyway and just be like, yeah, dude, like, we got to get on some Luther Vandross shit. We kind of make it more old school next. Yeah. I'm kind of curious. Did you, because I want to get to your question, but I'm curious, Myra, at that time, were there any songwriters or artists who you felt like were, who also didn't fit in either, but spoke to both or spoke to the part of you that mm-hmm. felt like you needed to go at whatever your middle path was. Mm. You ready for this answer? Yeah. Absolutely fucking not. (laughs) No. And it wasn't until Neo Soul hit that I started to raise my little hand. Yeah. And be like, all right, Jill Scott, Erica Badu, Alicia Keys, you know, what I used to call hippie hip hop, you know, this whole... This whole notion of putting lyrics first, because I was a songwriter, always, mm-hmm. always. Yeah. I'm an accidental singer. I don't know how this happened. You know, I'm, That's a I'm, happy accident. Thank you. <laughs> I'm a writer. That's what I do. That's what I'm proud of. That's yeah. what I know I can do really well. And it wasn't until I started to hear um, some peers, because that's all you're really searching for, right. is a little bit of permission, that I started to raise my hand. And now it's just gotten so, you know, you've got, like, everyone from, like, Adele to Amy Winehouse to, you know, the entire Neo Soul movement. Like, 
it's it's littered with weirdos, <laughs> as I call <laughs> us now. Um, and I just love that because I'm one. And uh, at least, you know, when it comes to not really belonging to a specific sound box. And yeah, now I feel quite fine with being myself. But Yeah. Well, Jay. Yes. You have uh, a list of... Of 18 questions <laughs> yeah. on your phone. Wait, what? No. I have a list of questions for you, Are you ready? So now, so now, just so you know, so the, the just like just uh, so the questions aren't specifically for Myra. Okay. They're for the for the oh okay. for the pop oracle for the universe. Like okay, a selfish for question for about you and about your place in it. Okay. It's uh, I'm obviously we can ask we definitely I asked. Myra, a question there. We can do that, but for I'm the here for the answering for the oracles, she's the, here to serve the oracle with her songs. So if there's one, if there's a question on your list that sort of is more universal or personal to you, that's where we should probably lean towards. Okay, well, I'll go with this one in the spirit of hippies. <laughs> Could you tell I was wearing Tom's deodorant today? <laughs> Pop oracle. What is love? What? Is love. What is big love? Big question. Okay. What is love? Now to engage the pop oracle. <laughs> okay. You get to spin and give it a good hard spin. The wheel of eight. Nah. Sorry. Let's 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 just oh, sorry. Again, yeah, let's pop. do one more sorry. Right. So now to engage the pop oracle, you get to spin the wheel of eight. Na 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 we love. Song number two, Blue. Love is Blue. Oh, man. Okay. So when I'm a 
Myra Flynn, the answer to Jay's question, what is love? <laughs> so before we get into interpreting that, Myra, yeah. tell us a little bit about this song. Mm. Well, one of my greatest influences is Joni Mitchell, and she has an entire album called Blue, and um, I wanted to write her a tribute song. And uh one of the things I most admire about her is her, well, two things, actually. One, her ability to always say very clearly what's going on inside of her. That's mm-hmm. really hard to yeah. do. That's hard work. And then also, um, I just love that she embraces uh, the darkness within. Like, she, not in some, like, embrace the darkness. Like, she just embraces, like, depression. She embraces, you know, being volatile. She embra- she embraced these things in a way that for her time was really revolutionary, especially for a woman. And so um, blue is kind of like the the darkness, you know, you know, the chorus uh, blue. There's nothing I there's nothing I wouldn't do for you. There's no one I won't leave for you, you know, but it's for it's for myself. It's for like, you know, it's for that darker part of myself. Mm hmm. I also, it's fun. there's, uh, is, is Dylan important for you at all? Because I've heard, like, there's, I, there was the Heavy Rain, or which is sort of like Hard Rain mm. in that other song, and yeah, then the Baby rain. baby yeah. Blue in this one. So I don't know. Is the... I love Dylan, but 
It, that's just uh, accidental. I, I teach his lyrics when I teach. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. yeah. But no, that's accidental. But a lot of water references are are coming yeah. up for me. Like, I didn't really know how much I wrote about water <laughs> until I got on this show. And I'm like, what is that about? Well, what am I a, trying to put out this that's fire? That's about symmetry. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is, isn't it? Yeah. 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 So, so, Jay, what did you think about that as the answer to your question? Oh, that felt good. Like, <laughs> I can breathe again. Like, <laughs> love is blue. You know, yeah. love is that's amazing, and you know, in addition to the the influences, are there any other influences that that uh, you know musicians that you know really inspire you? Me? Yeah. Yeah, just um, everyone. <laughs> well, like I mean, like yeah. Jay Green. Yeah, like Jay Green, definitely. Mm-hmm. Of course, mm-hmm. I mean, but like say growing up. What were you listening to around your house? Yeah, every well, day? What, what were you all playing? We were definitely uh-huh. playing way too much Luther Vandross. <laughs> way like, too much. Way too much Luther Vandross. Um, and then the Chieftains. And then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, it's funny. I just went to Quincy Jones' 85th birthday. Oh, yeah. Concert slash party slash celebration and got to see like Gladys Knight, who I was raised on. Oh, and yeah. like, oh, God, I just died. That was awesome. But definitely Stevie Wonder, to, got to see him. I have and, to like, thank you, Myra, because you because of you, I was able to meet one of my mentors, one of, one of, one of the writers that I looked up to my whole life, Mr. Smokey Robinson. Yeah. And we took a picture yeah. with him, and now I'm complete. So Savan, when he gets here, we have to thank him. <laughs> oh, yeah. So right. thank Talk you about a songwriter. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. He is the songwriter Yeah, I feel like there's this thing in L.A. Yeah. that's been, like, really funny, not to get too sidetracked, but for me, it's like, everybody's like, get on red carpets, put on a tight dress, get the makeup ready, get on Instagram, do the thing, do the thing, do the thing. And I'm like, well, I just hung out with, like, Smokey Robinson <laughs> and, like, somehow, like, skipped all that shit and managed to get to Quincy Jones's thing. And, like, I grew up on those particular Motown legends, and so it's been really cool to come out to L.A. and find that being in my wheelhouse in some way. I'm like, what happened? So I feel very lucky. It's... So Joni Mitchell has really infiltrated the show in some really interesting ways. Uh, f- about three or f- several months ago, we did a radio a tribute to Joni Mitchell on Radio Eight Ball. Oh, I wish I was here for that. Oh, yeah, I know. We would way have loved to have had you there. <laughs> yeah. And it was it came about because a local group called the Wild Honey Wild, Wild Honey had just done a big tribute to Buffalo Springfield. Mm-hmm. And several, a, a couple of women who were who I knew who were part of that, I was talking with them, and they were like, well, why, why aren't we doing Joni? We should be doing Joni. Mm. I was like, well, let's do it. Yeah. You know, rather than trying to get somebody else to do it, I got a show. Let's do a tribute to yeah. Joni. Mm-hmm. And it was amazing. I'm sure. It was, the music was phenomenal. And the energy was super intense. Yeah, and she's a super intense writer. Yeah, both of the people who I who basically I was following their lead and doing the show, both at different times after the fact or during the fact, got very angry with me. <laughs> and and you do that with people, don't I, you? I know, I do. I br- <laughs> yes, yes. I, What's yeah. your deal, man? I, I don't. I don't know. 
you gotta check your synchronicity. Yeah, synchronicity. I don't. My, there's symmetry. a. My father was a psychologist, and I one of the guy one of the guys that he trained told me this uh, once. He said, "My father told this to him, and he was telling it to me." My father told him, "You are a very you are a highly projective person. It's going to make you good as a psychologist because mm-hmm. that's what you want. You want your clients to, but that's a safer environment, can more of a controlled environment than just out in the world doing a, yeah. you know, a rogue synchronicity show with yeah. just people and artists and stuff. I bet I could sum up an analyzation of you in about ten minutes, but we won't do it here. But well, I bet well, I could. I bet let, I could do oh, you some favors. Let's get to the. We'll, we'll, no, we got stuff to uh, do here we'll, tonight. When we get to the end, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. I want to be I want to get your diagnosis but my my point is the question about what is love is that love is complex and love has just as much darkness and mm, push good, and yeah. pull like what the when you talk, when we go to Joni Mitchell if Joni Mitchell's blue is the inspiration and the love that you have comes from her willingness to like you say to go into the dark places mm-hmm. and to be honest and to to uh you know just to stir up that to explore darkness yeah, to really explore yeah. what yeah but what your more, emotions even, bring up even more so for me though i think it's more just like when i use the word embracing i think that's super important because i remember like with certain exes of mine like them being like you're just you're just having such like a negative day today and I'd be like yes yeah, so like yeah, tomorrow will be different like yeah what what's going on with you that this is impact, <laughs> you know impact you know like people ebb and flow and like I just felt like she did such a great job of of giving permission yeah. to really be human and mm-hmm. especially for women during a time where especially for white women during a time where you really had to put on a plastic you know appearance and and and, and she was gorgeous anyway but like you know like when she was sad she was still gorgeous. <laughs> but oh, yeah. I, you know, but she still is. Yeah, and she still is. She's a fox. Yeah, Gabe. Gabe knows her. I know. Yeah. I know. Well, he and he was part of that. In fact, this morning I was editing the. We we've been do, I've been doing these little like one minute Instagram videos for each of the shows that we've done leading up to uh, when we're when we start releasing new shows again. We're on a little bit of a hiatus. We're just recording stuff right now. And this morning I was re- I was making the video for the Joni Mitchell one. Yeah. Gabe played the guitar. A woman named KP Hawthorne sang it. And they oh, did yeah. the Radio 8 Ball theme song in the style of Joni Mitchell. Oh, that's so cool. And it was we did I just did this fade I on the for the poster for it for the cover we used a picture of Joni Mitchell's a picture when she was young and she has this this picture that she's taken recently with her eyes closed I don't know if you've seen it it's a beautiful picture of just just I don't know regal gorgeous embraced age mm-hmm. and putting those pictures together and watch and having them fade together and make this testament to again that thing that is Joan that I mean I I feel so weird stepping into the territory of Joni because first of all she's just she's a much more god yeah she's just a much even even among like Dylan is not like I can step in I feel like I can step into the realm where Dylan lives mm-hmm. I kind of get that yeah. where Joni lives yeah. where a musician like Gabriel Gabe lives I don't I can be around it but I don't. I can't yeah. live. I don't live there. I don't really understand it. I can enjoy yeah. it. I can let it flow through me. But I can't really speak to it. Joni, Leonard, <laughs> Nina. Yeah. For me. Yeah, Joni Mitchell, Leonard Cohen, and Nina Simone. Yeah. 
I don't know. Leonard's lucky to be included in that group. Oh, them's fighting words, my friend. I love Leonard Cohen. I just don't know if I just I. I just think I, I, we'll talk. We'll talk. No, I just say I'll as, change you later. No, oh, it's, I'm joking. I'm, I'm totally I, messing with you. I've, I have, had, I've had wine now. My only thing about Leonard, I just feel like in in that group, Leonard Cohen isn't a music like Leonard Cohen's a songwriter. He's not. A, I don't think of him as a musician the way those two like those yeah. two are great musicians. If they never wrote a song, they'd still be great musicians. Well, I think that's dubious. I'm not actually quite sure how much I love Joni's voice. I can't believe I said that it's, on air. You know, it's it can be it it's can very shrill. It's yeah. It. I'd love to hear what you think about the K, KP and Gabriel's because she does a one something for me about hearing someone do a like do an impression of a songwriter yeah. mm-hmm. helps me, sometimes helps me to find my way in. It's mm-hmm. like yeah, I can't do an impression of an actor, but if I see someone do an impression of that actor, yeah. I can now do an impression yeah. of that actor. <laughs> yes. Right, and so. Yeah, but I, her vo- like Dylan, like Leonard Cohen. I don't know if anyone has ever said that about Nina Simone. No, no, Nina's ever. I don't think any you could ever say I don't like her. But I mean, I don't know. No, maybe her voice, no, her voice is the best voice I've ever heard. Yeah, yeah. In my opinion. Did you ever hear the stuff that she did with Pete Townsend yes. later in life? Yeah, I yeah. did. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, she's just stupid good. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I want to bring it back around to you because your question was, what is love? With all of this conversation and all of this, what is there any particular different take? Because love obviously could be, it's a sort of a catch-all, anything. Yeah. You can say anything is love. But what is, how, how do you feel like love shows up for you in this conversation? Um, well, I, I can say that love is, for me, compassion, you know, caring. And even with my relationship with Myra, when she reaches out to me and is like, hey, I need to pick your brain on an idea I have, I'm always like, sure, let's go. And, you know, we go back and forth and back and forth until we find it, what it is. You know, those lyrics that that we feel will touch someone's heart deeply. Remember when you said, what do we tell the children? Yeah. And I was and, like, fire, shots fired, and like ran around the apartment 50 but, times. But, you know, uh, it's yeah. interesting that you say that because I always think, you know, mm-hmm. what what are we going to leave for our children? And, and you know, uh, I think that the music that we make are really jewels and, and a pathway, kind of a blueprint for them to live their life. And it's important for me that in my music and that the people that I work with, apply that same method when they work because you know music the state of music right now I don't know you know it's all over the place people talk about real negative stuff it's they're trying to preach that message but for me I'm all about preaching love preaching hope you know charity you know trying to just make the world better than I found it and and that's what it means that's what love means to me in music it's funny because you said blueprint Mm. There and I just looked up. Blue is associated is associated with the throat chakra, oh, wow. which is singing, which is the voice, which is what we all do. Hey. And so, and we're talking about Joni Mitchell, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I see what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So blue, blue yeah. is yeah. today. That's yeah. the answer. What is love? Blue. Love is blue. Love is blue. 
It's yeah. amazing. I love it. <laughs> and the world just changed. So. Well, thank you, uh, Jay. And if, if it's pot, is there any, uh, I, I'll cut it out if we don't, but is it possible maybe we could throw some of your music on the end of this podcast so people can hear what you do? Is there Maybe you'll send me a track and yeah, just throw it on here. And um, I want to let your listeners know, if you want to hear any more of my music, you can follow me at uh, R&B Group Ideal on Instagram. That's R, the letter N, B, Group I-D-E-A-L Thanks for listening to Radio 8 Ball. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher and check out our website and the links provided for info about past and future shows on the Radio 8 blog, our ongoing Patreon campaign, and where you can download our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the Pop Oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of Radio 8 Ball. I hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. And until next time, I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio
try to make you see the line All that I wanted, all that I needed was you in my life Had me broke down and for what? Changed so many times, forgot who the real me was But it's alright